right, and welcome back to Untranslated Islam. This is your brother, Ben Yusuf. Um, and as we do in this show, we find things that are beneficial, that haven't been translated, translate them so that we can all benefit, translate them in English so we can all benefit. All right, so um, I was toggling between if I should go more deep into the bee and the blessing of the bee. I think I'm going to do that in another sitting because I like to do tafsir. So I want to give some tafsir to that. But it suffice to say that there's a hadith where the Prophet Sallallahu uh, compares or says that the example of the true believer is the example of the bee. And he only eats, or the bee only eats tayyib. And it doesn't, as a result, nothing except tayyib comes out of the bee. Uh, we're going to get into that in tafsir because bee is the bee is a very special creature um but right now i want to deal <clears throat> with another point that has to do with provisions and that's the thing of trusting in allah and the trusting i'm talking about right here you know we have to walk on allah inshallah we all supposed to have that but trusting that he knows best what to do for you and that if he closes up some opportunity then he'll open up inshallah something else and this is something that I read actually from Sheikh Muhammad Ibn Saleh that I wanted to share with you. Okay. It was something that I thought was great, very beneficial. He said, uh, he says, uh, know that if Allah closes up one opportunity, you get laid off and yo, 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 this happened to me. That's how I started studying. Literally, I didn't even think about it. That's my word. That's how I started studying, yo. I was, I told you I went through the whole thing. I was like, I got to study, I got to study. But at the time I was a social worker. And so I was working for a company. Uh, I was working for a company, uh, a health healthcare. You guys probably know Blue, Blue, Cross, Blue, Blue Cross Blue Shield. I was working for them and I was running a whole program, a father's program. I was work, doing two different things. I had two hats at the time. And so I was thinking, how am I going to go and study? Because I heard that it was an opportunity to study in Virginia at the time. There was a branch of Muhammad Ibn Saud University over there. And I knew I needed to go there and study, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. And sure enough, I went to put in my resume, went to the manager. And when I went in, we were very good with each other. And I did a lot of work for, with her and for her. So I came in and I said to her, because they saw I had started changing. <laughs> I had went from just, you know, always kind of shaving my beard closer, wearing suits and stuff, to starting to wear stuff that was more casual and Islamic and, you know, this type of thing. So they saw I had been changing and they actually appreciated the changes that was happening because I was the young guy at the time, early 20s. So I went to her and I said, you know, I said, I want to let you know that I want to start to see if we can find someone that we can feel is responsible to take over this program because I'll probably be stepping away from this uh, because I need to pursue some things that might uh, cause me to have to travel outside the country because my point was to go there then from there go straight to the real university by, you know, doing well in that program. So the point is, is that um, or to the main campus, I should say. So the point is, is that um, just as I went, she said, well, hold out because there's some things coming down the pike. And I think that they're going to close this whole program, not your program, but this whole section of Blue Cross Blue Shield. There were, it was a change of government. And so as a result of change of government, they weren't getting the funding that they would usually get for community services. So they said, 
they might be about to change all of this. And if you hold out, then you'll get the 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 to pay for, you know, by getting laid off for six months. So I think you should hold out. She was so, may Allah reward and guide her. She was, that was such a great benefit. My point is, is that we got laid off. I watched like everybody was in difficulty, but Allah had blessed me that I knew ahead of time we were about to get laid off. And everybody kind of knew, but I knew what I was going to do with my time and how I was going to use my time. Uh, the point is, is that sometimes things come down to pike whether it's a decrease in pay, whether it's a layoff, whether you might get fired sometime, but you might be getting fired from something that's no good for you spiritually anyway, and you already knew it. So my point is, is that sometime a law closes one opportunity and opens up another, and you have to have that trust in the law that you know if you're living right, that it's all for a good reason. And if you're not living right, then it's because of giving, he's giving you an opportunity to correct yourself before you move forward because there's a fork in the road. There's two colors written in every situation. Like Omar said, when the man said, oh, are you running away from the color? He said, I'm running from the color to the color. So we know from that, it's like forks in the road. If you do this, then you'll go this way. You guys remember those books we used to read? And in the books, it would say, uh, if you want to go this way, then turn to page 28. If you want to do this one, then turn to page 54. And you have to do that until you see what your demise is going to be. That's how life works. So my point is, is that don't be one who frets when you get laid off or when you get fired or, you know, when something happens, it comes down to pike. Stop, contemplate, see where Allah is leading you. Okay, so let's go in with what the Sheikh said. He said, <clears throat> so, Know that if Allah, by his wisdom, closes up some way, uh, or some road uh, uh, from you, then know that it may be because he's going to open up for you by his mercy another road that might be better for you and might be more uh, what is it, fluent? Um, no, that's not a word. And it might be more productive or more beneficial to you uh, as far as provision, provision-wise. Okay? Um... Tadakiri, ya Muslim. He says, remember. Uh, uh, remember. Huh? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I don't want to mess up. He's... Tadakir. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where you have more provision. Exactly. Have a more or better provision. And yo, that happened to me too. But I ain't gonna give y'all too many of my stories. But I got married at 18. So I went through different stages. And it was like every time I needed, that's how I know that for every child, it's provisions written for them. Because my first child, I was literally working two and a half jobs, doing this, doing this at night, doing it. And I was trying to figure out, okay, how does it gonna work for us to get insurance? Because all these jobs are low. And literally two months before she had that baby, job come, all the provisions. Family, put your whole family on health care. All, and I said, "Wow!" So when I heard about connected to each child's their provision, I knew immediately Allah spoke the truth. That's what He does. So anyway, remember, Okay, from the names of Allah is al muqit Okay, and this word or this name means and this means 
Al-Muqit means the one who gives every one of his creation, not just humans alone, but everything, every one of his creation gives them the provisions that they need according to who they are. And understand provisions is not talking about money. It's talking about guidance. It's talking about opportunities. Allah Jalla or the Prophet used to tell, uh, used to make a dua, Allahumma adina al-haqqa haqqa wa rizuqana tiba'a. Oh Allah, show us the truth which is as what it is and then give us the rizq of following it. And show us the, the falsehood for what it is and give us the rizq to stay away from it. So even guidance is a form of rizq or provision. Okay. Uh, so he says that uh, this is the name of Al-Muqit. Al-Muqit is the one who gives you everything that you need, every provision that you need to, according to who you are in order to be your best. Like we said before, The one who created you is not that the one who know you the most and he is Latif, the one who knows all your subtleties, khabir and fully informed of who you are. subhanahu. So he's Muqit and he is a Razaq and Khayr Raziqeen. He's the one who provides the best provisions. Muslim wal Kafir. He provides for those people who are living righteous and those people who are not living righteous. And if he gives provision to the insects and the animals and the rodents, Will not he give provisions to mankind? And if he gives provision to the ones who's showing ungratefulness to him, then won't he give the risk to the one who's trying to live righteously and do well? Okay? Uh, uh, so, So know that you being worried about where your provisions is going to come from, this is the trick from the shaitan. And Allah mentions this in Surah Al-Baqarah. He says, As-shaytanu ya'idukum al-faqr wa ya'murukum bil-fahshah. Wallahu ya'idu... Uh, this is the first part of the ayah. Allahu Akbar. Every time I read this ayah, it's like, yo, it's like, like my whole life was written in this ayah, meaning everybody and everything that I lived around and seen Understand what fakr is. People translate it to just poverty. Fakr is like having this, this need uh, that you feel needs to be met no matter what. Whatever that need is. And then he tricks you to go and do something bad in order to get it. I need a woman. I need this. I need a hairdo. No, he, uh, I need it. I need it. I need it. Until you go and do something wrong. Uh, I need I need money, man. I need money. There's a, yo, uh, uh, there's a, there's a truck out there. I, yo, I need such, I know exactly what to, and you go and do something wrong. Yo, I got family provisions. I mean, I got families and responsibilities and I just lost my job. This is wrong. And, and you go and do something wrong. This is all Shaitan needs does. I need love. Daggone woman. I'm saying they deal with the men with physically. Do it with the woman emotionally. I need love. And before you know it, going out and doing something wrong. This is the Sunnah of Shaitan. Allah teaches us in this ayah. Then Allah teaches his Sunnah, which is the opposite. So he says, As Shaitanu Ya'idukum al Fakr wa Ya'murukum bil Fahshat. A Shaitan, he promises you need and 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 like i'm in dire need of this i need that and then he 
tricks you into doing something that's lewd and lascivious or evil or wrong. Wallahu ya'idukum maghfiratan minhu wa fadla. But Allah on the opposite, He promises you forgiveness and He promises you to be, uh, 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 to, to, uh, to be preferred. Like a fadl is like to, to make you preferred. If you just ask for forgiveness and do the right thing, then He'll give you preference. So which one you gonna follow? Which road you gonna choose? Okay? Uh, so he puts this in front of you, Shaitan, Daiman Mansuban Amamik, Fidhnik, Hata Yaja Alaka Tahsan. Huh? So he puts this in front of you. You need, you need, what you gonna do, you need until he makes you go crazy, until he makes you start getting depressed and and like this and anxious. Warubama Yafutu Alekal Iktiab uh uh risk and sometimes that depression that you that he puts in you actually stops you from being able to get the provisions that's right there in front of you okay it's sitting right there but as Ibn Qayyim's explained it's all your risk is written for you okay and the proof that we know is is that or everything that that you need is there for you if you take that route the proof that we know of it is when a person goes into the grave one of the things that's going to happen is the person who did good, then a door is going to be open from this hadith sahih. A door is going to be open from hell, and it's going to be said that's what you would have got if you were doing do if you did wrong. And then that door is going to be closed. He never had to see that again, but he's going to see in there everything that he would have hated personally. Okay, you hated snakes, you hated witch, you hated being closed place. Whatever you would have hated the most is all in there. Was made specifically for you if you would have went that route. Close it, then the door of Jannah is open, a, a window from Jannah is open, and he sees all the things that he could ever want made custom for him. And that's when he says, "Allahumma akimisa, oh Allah, make this establish the hour right now." And then it's going to be said to him, "Uskun, yeah, relax, relax. It's going to be time." The point is, the opposite happens. The one who did wrong. They're going to be showing their door of paradise, the window open to what was written for them in paradise, exclusively customized for them. They're going to look and the biggest punishment in the hereafter is the punishment of the heart, the emotion. All that burning and melting and all of that is going to be nothing compared to the emotional thing that Allah is always going to be displeased with this person or was displeased enough that he had to punish him. So he looks at that. He's everything that anybody could have imagined that he would have wanted in there. Then the door is closed and then the door is open for hell and say, this is what you're going to get because of what you did wrong. And when he sees that and all the things he hate the most, he say, Allahumma la don't establish the sa'ah. The point is, is, is that what the shaitan does is he gets you and tricks you and you could have everything right there because it's already written for you, the, the right road. But he gets you to commit the displeasure of Allah and it gets pushed back. Ibn Qayyim says, he gets you to push the displeasure of Allah, gets pushed back a little more. Get pushed back, get pushed back, get pushed back until you never get it. And all you ever get a chance to DC and do is in a grave. Let it be, you get the opportunity to just see it so that you will, for the rest of eternity, have regret about why you didn't do the right thing. So, I say this because this is the, the way that the scholars of the past used to talk. They used to say, that thing that you're going to do, that little bit of time that you're going to enjoy it, is it worth an eternity of regret, an eternity of punishment, an eternity of, uh, of, of a bad situation? It's not worth it. Just go the right way, right way, because either way, you got to deal with difficulty in this world. You might as well go through the difficulty of doing it the right way than the difficulty of doing it the wrong way. So the whole point is 
Don't fall victim to that. When something happens, know and trust in Allah that it's for a wise reason, even if you can't understand it. Allah says, بَلْ كَذَّبُوا بِمَا لَمْ يُحِيطُوا بِعِلْمِهِمْ وَلَمَّا يَأْتِهِمْ تَأْوِيلُ That those people, they belie or treat as a lie those things that they can't understand, uh, that the knowledge of it hasn't come to them yet, and they have not been given the understanding of what's going to happen. They haven't been given an interpretation of what's going to happen. So you have to be patient and know that what we consider as a long period of time is a drop in the bucket. In comparison to Allah's time, in the yomin, in the law, ka'alfi sanatan mimma ta'udun. Verily, Allah, with Allah, is one day is equal to 1,000 years here. So time is nothing. Just be patient, and in the end, we will all be happy we were patient, we'll be successful. Verily, the believers will be successful. May Allah make us one of those believers who are patient, focus, look at the signs on the wall, make dua. And take the asbab or the precautions or take the tools or use the tools in front of us in order to find that provision is written for us. Let's change our way. Sabr is patient perseverance. It's not just sitting somewhere patient and being depressed. It's being depressed. I mean, being patient and constantly moving forward, moving forward. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And inshallah, Allah bless us all with that which is written for us of good. Until next time, this is your brother, Ben Yusuf. We'll talk again. Apply. Implement what we talk about so we can all get the reward.